Okay, boom. Here we are, guys. Um, ready to get this uh, training. First training of September, or October, Jesus, September. First training of October underway. So we have a good few in here, guys. So just going to kick this off. Um, I don't know if a few of you have seen in the Facebook group, we have put up a few posts recently just around posting your wins and stuff. And guys, I really, really highly, highly recommend doing it more often just because the fact that I, I, I've seen this time and time again with people, right? The more you kind of commit to things like that, the more you feel like you're getting out of uh, out of the journey. And the more you can just like be able to celebrate your wins, the more you feel and in touch with it as well. Okay, so um, I'm going to start this off by getting you just to post into the chat box below. What are, just name one win from the week um, for you. Okay, so I don't care what it is, big, small, and different. Just everyone here, put it in the chat box below. One win you had this week, okay? Um, I know it seems small and irrelevant, guys, but it isn't. It, it's so powerful when you can start compounding this stuff and start looking at the positive as opposed to the negative, okay? So get that done for me, guys, just as I go through a few announcements, right? So we're getting close to Christmas. Scary as it is, we're getting close to Christmas. Because every year we do a bit of a six-week challenge um, leading into the Christmas period. Just first of all, to get a bit of um, progress, the most important thing to get progress going into Christmas, but also for a bit of community and enjoyment and just to gamify things a little bit so that you can have a small bit of excitement. There's going to be prizes, there's going to be a bit of community, of, um, just camaraderie with this as well, accountability and everything. So keep an eye on that. We're going to be announcing that this, um, this month and we're going to be basically running it um, in the lead up to Christmas. So probably mid-December, um, and then we're going to be doing prizes and stuff at the end of that. Okay, so keep an eye out for that. It'll be a great way to motivate you through the, the winter period, and also just an extra bit of accountability in certain things. Um, I know a lot of you have been asking about the steps, guys, and a few of you actually have posted in, Emma, I saw you posted in, and a couple of people have actually said it to me as well, that they have got like them kind of treadmill things, like the motorized ones for under the desks and stuff. So um, really cool. If, it's, if steps are an issue, we can definitely talk about doing that. For the, for the challenge as well, just to get them steps up, but just finding a way that's going to suit you and actually, and actually, um, yeah, just be easy to do throughout the, the winter period. So just next week, guys, next Monday, the, um, I can't remember what date next Monday is, but uh, 9th, I think, um, Rachel's going to be delivering a session on um, just the way we think, okay? So as you know, this month is based around positive self-talk, right? But it's not just self-talk, it's self thoughts it's it's just the way we treat ourselves and this training as well is going to tie into that because as you know food our relation with food it can have such a negative impact on how we feel about ourselves how we talk about ourselves and how we treat ourselves okay so that's what we're going to be going through but uh, Rachel's session is going to be on Monday and very much about our thoughts and our negative behaviors because of our thoughts and stuff like that so if you're around 8 p.m on Monday Irish time um it would be great to see you there right just going to go through from the chat before we get into the training guys um let's see what we got so Joe turned on the exposure in the camera sound. Yeah, I was just saying, guys, that my my camera is a very very bright moment, and I look I look a bit drawn or a bit uh, washed out. Thanks for that, Joe. Um, do look here a bit better on the eating side of things. Brilliant stuff, Joe. Great here. Um, Nikki was able to hit reset and get back to basics. Love it, especially again when when you go through a period where you feel like you've fallen off a small bit. We'll be talking about that today. So great here. Emma getting back on track with the food after breaking London. Exact same thing. So well done on that, Emma. Brilliant. Mikey, uh, weight dropping. Yeah, you're flying at the moment. The last couple of weeks have been really, really productive. And again, off the back, Mike, of a time where you, you needed to reset and actually push past, um, you know, all beliefs and behaviors. So well done on that. Um, Murray had had a reset and got back on track um, after a long, unmotivated month. Again, yeah, guys, you can see the trend here, right? Everyone goes through this. So stop beating yourself up when you're, when you're feeling demotivated or you're struggling a little bit. Every single one of us goes through this and we have to reset. And the only thing that matters is that we do reset. So great to hear that, Murray, and the call it definitely helps as well. 
Kira did a high intensity class and kept up. Great stuff, Kira. I love that. Um, and I know you enjoyed the classes too, so that's good to hear. Siobhan did a planned food shop Monday and saved a few bob too in the process, not popping into the shop every day and impulse buying. Brilliant, Siobhan. First week in the program and already starting to just kind of find things that suit you and help you along with the journey. So well done. And obviously we're going to show up today as well for this. Okay, guys, let's get into it. I love them. They're really, really good. And it's going to tie nicely into what we're going to be talking about today. Right, so I'm just going to share my screen. So it would be good, guys, if we could get, sorry, I don't know, if we could just get a thumbs up if this comes true up here. Right, guys, so just give me a thumbs up there if you can see that, okay, I know many of you cameras on. So just give me a thumbs up in the chat box if this is coming up so that you can see it. Right. Okay, boom, all good, brilliant. So our training today, guys, is about food and our relationship with food, okay? So having a healthy relationship with food is more than just eating healthy food, okay? So this is going to be sharp and sharp, right? But what I want you to think about today from today's session, guys, I don't care about taking in all this knowledge. You're not going to be taking all of it, right? But I want you to take away one thing that resonates with you today and action it, okay? Implement an action on whatever we talk about, okay? So just one thing, if that's the only goal you have for this whole session, then please, please, please do it. And if you do, you're going to accelerate your results and you're going to just improve your overall um, long-term sustainability as well. Okay, so let's get straight into it. So the biggest problem with most people here, guys, right, is not understanding what's actually holding you back when it comes to food. Simple as that, okay? We, we, we think it's one thing, but a lot of times it's actually something else, okay? So first thing is we're focused on the minutia and, and not the things that actually matter. We focus on things like, okay, I, I'm what, what do I need to eat? Or how much do I need to eat? And that's really important, obviously, to actually get the results. But a lot of the times, it's not the thing that actually stops people, okay? Second thing, it's easy to assume that you just need to try harder um, as opposed to just step back and see what the problems actually are. So a lot of times it's, I just need to do more. I know what I need to do, I just need to do it. But that's not enough, guys. Knowing what to do and actually doing it is two different things. So we're going to look at that and actually see where the gaps are here. And um, you find yourself trying loads of different things and then just you're never getting the results, basically. So you're, you try one thing and then you feel like that's not working. You try another thing. And it's actually thinking the methods a problem as opposed to the stuff that's actually holding you back, which we'll talk about, okay? Pour either all in and everything is on point or else you're just very, very loose with things. Again, very, 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 very easy to to fall into where you think again it's it's that all or the mentality where we're it's we're either eating all perfect stuff good foods that we in our head and then one thing goes off and then we just spiral okay and then the last one is just you avoid your and ignore your feelings towards your relationship with food that's probably one of the biggest ones you're avoiding your feelings and your relationship towards food okay we don't think about that we avoid that we we don't we don't actually want to deal with that because that's too deep and sometimes can be actually emotional so uh, we're going to delve into that a little bit today Okay, so so basically, guys, what we're going to get from this training, right? So we're going to bring your awareness to relation to food, number one. So even, if, like I said, if it's just one thing you get in this and it's like an awareness of something, then it's going to be brilliant because it's going to help you along, okay? And um, we're allowing you, allow you to eventually have a guilt-free relationship with food and social events. So down the line, you're going to feel like you're in control and you actually don't associate social events are like a takeaway with being bad and guilty and and, and just feeling shame almost around it. Uh, three, teach you how to deal with stress in a positive manner, which is going to be important. Four, create action on one of the areas of nutrition um, you currently are slowing you, is currently slowing you down. So again, actually actioning one of these things. Um, so that we can we can get the results, but not overwhelm you with too many too many things at once. And then number five, allow you to obviously attain the value you want, but most importantly, to keep it after as well, because you will understand what has been holding you back for years and years and years. Okay, so guys, in the chat box, 
let's get um let's get a little bit interactive here okay so i want you to rate your relationship with food roughly okay um one being toxic so like this would look like like you always associate like really really poor feelings with food binge eating emotional eating stress eating all that stuff okay that's one that's toxic really really poor r5 is just healthy and positive you feel in control you feel like you can put things behind you if you have a little slip you can enjoy social events without it becoming like a really really guilt-driven process and so on and so on so just put it in the chat box guys i know again this sometimes can be scary and you don't want to put it out there but just fire in what comes to mind here um roughly and let's go through quickly before we move on Let's see what we got. Okay, we got a lot of trees coming in here, which is okay, okay, in your middle ground. Um, some work to do, but not too bad, three or four, okay. That's pretty, that's pretty positive, guys. Okay. Okay, I want everyone to get them in there, guys. Just make sure that you get it in because it'll be important for you to even just understand this yourself. Right, so three or four. Again, that's that's pretty okay, it's middle ground, but there's still room for improvement. Um, so guys, I'm just going to actually throw that back at you now, right? And I'm going to leave you just, just either write it down. If you don't want to type this in the chat, it's okay. But if you if you don't mind sharing it, that would be amazing as well. If there was one thing you feel like you need to improve when it comes to getting it from a three to a four or five in terms of your relationship with food, what would it be? Um, I don't want to throw too, too many things at you, but like, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. But let's just say it might be socializing. It might be guilt after food. It might be, um, I don't know, it might be literally stress eating or whatever it might be emotionally so type in the chat box what's the one area you feel like you need to work on it, or just write it down if you don't feel like putting it in the chat box okay um joe four okay cool okay so again anyone listening back to the podcast on, on this too it will be good for you to do these exercises and re review and reflect even if you're driving the car listening to this just think to yourself where would you put this and what's the area that you need to work on awareness is crucial for us to start on this right okay why most people actually get stuck when it comes to food, not being able to lose body fat, and going around the circles, yo-yo dieting. The biggest thing is, guys, you do well for a little bit, right? But then the second you have a little bit of a slip or fall off the wagon a little bit, then all the feelings start to compound. Guilt, shame, avoidance, and just, just sabotage, basically. Now, we just talked before we started there about some of the things that she achieved this week. And a lot of you actually said that, obviously, able to get back on track, after being away and to me that's crucial guys because sometimes people come in this program thinking okay we're going to do a plan now so i probably won't be able to eat out or probably won't be able to drink or probably won't have to go away places so i just need to put the time and effort in and get the results and then after i can go i'll do do all them things but that's not how it works here because if you do that you are just going to get the results go back to old habits after and then just go around in this never ending your cycle which you would have done before this is so much more than that it's about awareness around what's actually what matters and what's going to keep us there okay a couple of things coming in the chat here um so not feeling bad for eating food even when it's when it's healthy yeah sort of guilt around food and association with food we're going to go through that joe so thanks for sharing that uh, i eat the worst um i eat the worst either when i'm after having drink or directly afterwards then the guilt cycle alcohol yeah 100 if, if i was to pick one for myself here it would be the exact one as well um, my association with alcohol and then like poor foods after is quite poor but we're going to talk about that and that's again just awareness first of all brilliant and um, so now we can start to just improve it without without bringing shame and attachment to it because i would say a lot of people have the same issue um 
All right, don't let overeating, uh, or don't let overeating, especially while uh, away, affect you. Okay, so yeah, same thing. So when you feel like you're over consuming a little bit in your way, especially in holidays and stuff, I totally get that because it's not just one day you can reset. It's like it's it's another day, another day, and then you can feel sluggish and it can just lead into the next day. So, hundred percent. Mikey, after alcohol the following night, yeah, hundred percent. Same again. Uh, Nikki, feeling guilty tonight from time to time if I've been out for food or drinks. Yes, hundred percent, and I would totally um argue to nikki that you've improved that wholesale and that's all this is about it's about improvement if you actually looked at the girl you are when you started compared to now in terms of your relationship with that it's improved and it's not going to be perfect and it's never may never be perfect for any of us but it's like can we improve to the point where it's not going to actually sabotage us anymore so um brilliant thank you guys for again sharing on that stuff right the big thing here guys Thinking nutrition is the only problem we have to solve. And I'm going to go into that in detail because that's so crucial. We, we, we often think it's, I'm not eating the right foods. Um, I'm, I'm not tracking my calories properly. I'm, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And we, we focus so much on the actual practicalities of nutrition that we forget about all the indirect stuff. Yes, your nutrition is the thing that, that creates calorie deficit, that creates the fat loss, but it's all the indirect stuff that affects us and our consistency that actually matters. It's the consistency of effort. It's not so much the nutrition at, at heart. Okay, next thing is tell yourself stories when you get when things get a little difficult. So coming back to the whole team of the month, guys, which is a negative self-talk. I'm sure we've all been through this. When you're eating something you feel like you shouldn't be eating, and then you start talking down to yourself and start, you know, like just, just putting really, really bad thoughts into your head about yourself and the journey and your failures and everything else. And it can just have this real cascade of emotions that come with it, okay? And then you're telling yourself stories. You're telling yourself stories of not being able to do it. You knew it wasn't going to work. Um, this isn't working anyway. Like all these stories are coming around your head that you've all had at some stage. That's when things start to, to spiral, okay? And that's when things, that's when the habits start to change. And that's when the real trouble starts to come. And social expectations and belief, um, yeah, create justification and an easy out. And this is, this is a big thing as well, guys, right? It's like sometimes we we want to fail and it might sound counterintuitive but sometimes we actually want to see we, we want to fail because it's an easy out for us it's like oh i hope it's, it's almost like deep down you're hoping you don't progress at something because if you do you have to keep doing it whereas if you actually can see proof that you're not progressing or you're failing it's a justification or it's an easy out for you to give up whereas a lot of the times with this it's more so about pushing past the moments and i've talked to a good few a good few of you about this when you're feeling the moments of giving up when that scale has jumped up or you've had a bad night or you know you're struggling on a given day for some reason that instead of you actually just justifying sabotaging a whole lot of it and giving up you can actually challenge it and say you know what it's a bump in the road it's normal and human i'm going to push past this and get to the next level and that's what it's all about because we all have barriers every one of us and the difference between people that get results and don't is being able to actually accept that's normal and then push past it anyway okay and social expectations also puts, puts a lot of a lot of stress on that as well Okay, so with all them things, guys, with all them problems, this leads us to all or nothing mentality, yo-yo cycles, which I'm sure a lot of you will admit to being on before, as, as everyone that comes to me generally has, toxic relation with food. So you're either, again, like I said, it's all perfect or it's all terrible. Um, low self-worth because of it. You're actually feeling terrible in yourself. You can't get on top of this. Your body is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. And then everything just comes crashing down. And then your food just like triggers you almost. And then fight is a perceived impossibility of ever progressing. And this is another one, like I said, it's a story you tell yourself. It's like, 
I'm, I'll never get on top of this. I'll never be able to do this. And it doesn't even work for me. My body's different. I'm different. And it's just this, like, in our all these stories we tell ourselves, we can't get past this, okay? This this is something so many people go through. So if you're feeling that way right now, if you're listening back and you're like, that's me, that's me, it's okay to feel this way. We we all go through the, these, these stories. We all go through these problems. And that's why you're on this program. So that me, Martina, Rachel, and everyone around us can help you through these these thoughts these thoughts so when these thoughts come up guys don't avoid them and ignore them talk to us about them explore them don't don't be the person that avoids this conversation because this is the stuff that matters the most when it comes to the results so i know sometimes it's easy to feel guilty feel like you're failing feel like you're failing us and then you almost want to hide from it and you're like here we go again but the whole point of this program is to create a, a space for you to feel seen and feel like you can explore this with us. Because if you explore this, you get the result and you keep the result. So that, that's the big thing I want to really, really emphasize here. Okay, guys, let's talk about the solution to all this. There's three drivers in terms of our relationship with food and getting results, right? We have the physiological, which I'm not gonna go through too much. I, I've talked about this enough and there's trainings on this we can go back over, but I, I'll touch on it. The psychological, okay, this is probably the biggest one for most people and the environmental, which is another another big one. So if I was to if I was to look at three of them guys, I would say that it's actually the psychological is the most important and it's probably the thing people struggle with the most and then the environmental as well. The physiological is just basically the calories, the, the steps, the actually hitting the targets and staying consistent. But that's, the physiological is going to be highly, highly affected indirectly by the psychological and environmental. So let's get on to the physiological. And I'll run through this quickly because, again, we've gone through this a bit already. But with the physiological, right, in terms of getting results, it's, it's like everyone knows here, I'm assuming, that it's how many calories are we eating, how many calories are we consuming, calories in versus calories out. I'm not going to gonna stick on this too long because it's 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 one we obviously talked about a lot and if you haven't and you're not sure about this stuff i'll let you i'll i'll, I'll direct you to another training we, we did a bit more in depth about this so okay how many calories are we eating how many calories are we are we um burning macronutrients so how much protein carbs and fats are we having okay not, not a huge deal but it's one of the things micronutrients how good is the food quality is our food quality high is it low is it in between Nutrient timing. So when are we eating? Are we eating before bed? Are we eating in the morning? Are we eating before workouts? A very, very small effect on overall fat loss. It's, it's hardly even worth mentioning to anyone. Supplements, like should you be taking supplements? Again, hardly worth mentioning. The last two, hardly worth mentioning. The other three, more so, okay? So that's in terms of ranking and in, in, in terms of importance, that's how you how you look at that, right? Now, here is, Alyssa, again, I've shown you this in the past, guys, but just basically it's it's a hierarchy of the most important things when it comes to losing body fat. So how do we lose weight? We need to be in a calorie deficit. That's energy balance. How many calories are we eating versus losing? Okay. The next and most important thing is the macronutrients. So how is that How is that food made up? Are we getting enough protein in, in our diet? Are we um, eating enough micronutrients? Is there enough health in the diet? In the diet? And then nutrient timing and supplements. So like I said, in terms of what's the most important thing, it's energy balance, and then it's it's your food quality, which is macronutrients and micronutrients. So again, I don't want to overemphasize this because this is um this is stuff we've probably gone through. But the most important thing here to know is that's how we lose body fat. So that's the direct effect on body fat. You'll see at the bottom of the table how it's interesting as well is this whole pyramid is overlooked by behavior, behavior and lifestyle. So there's no point in us saying, oh yeah, energy balance is the most important thing. But if we can't stick to a calorie deficit, 
because our behaviors and lifestyle is just is, isn't isn't lining up so we're going out too much or um we're, we're binging too much or picking too much then we're going to go on a struggle so the behavior lifestyle is really important here so that's that's the the part that matters the most in terms of actually indirectly affecting this stuff um social setting guilt for going in routine outside them yeah social setting guilt for going um out of routine yeah 100 that's a big impact and i'm going to be talking about environment as well in a sharp place so that's going to actually how you correlate with that so hopefully that makes sense guys so this is again this is still only the the physiological stuff just again a little bit of illustration here anyone listening back in the podcast just how how weight loss actually occurs so to lose weight okay we have to be consuming less calories than we're burning so calories in 1800 calories out 2300 we lose weight because we're in a calorie deficit. If we're at maintenance, we're eating the same amounts we're burning on a daily basis, meaning that we're maintaining our body fat levels. And then a calorie surplus is we're actually consuming more than we're burning, which means we're gaining weight. Okay, again, I'm not going to go into that too much, but it's just good to give you a bit of an overview of what that looks like. So in terms of the physiological advice, for us to get results, lose body fat, results equals consistency over time. We always look at like short term things. Okay, oh, I've eaten this this donut today. Oh God, um, I haven't got my steps in today. Oh God, the weight's hiked up today. Oh God, we're looking thing at things in isolation. Whereas we need to look at what have we been doing on average for the last month? What have we been doing on average for the last six months? That's the most important thing physiologically when it comes to getting results. You're not going to be perfect with it, but if on average we have been more consistent than not, we will progress. The more consistent you are, obviously, the quicker the progress is. And that's all that comes down to. Okay. Now, I want to get into this. This to me is the most important thing to talk about today. Okay. And that's the psychological. Okay. So when I when I talk about psychological, we have a lot of psychological barriers when it comes to food. So emotional eating, right? So we eat because we're angry. We eat because we're sad. We eat because we're stressed. We eat because we're lonely. That's, that's that's where a lot of us struggle when it comes to actually our food. And if you think about that, guys, that's nothing to do with the food we're eating or the calories or any of that stuff. That's to do with us. That's to do with our life. And that's why I always, when you come into the program first, it's like, how can we best support you in order to feel good on a daily basis? So I talk about the non-negotiables. How do we actually show up for ourselves each week? How do we manage stress? How do we manage our energy? How do we take care of ourselves, self-care? How do we... Um, nourish ourselves in the best way possible with our sleep, our hydration, people we're around. That's that's the most important thing when it comes to avoiding emotional eating as such. Okay, self sabotage, which is a big one as well. Again, it's like okay, um, I had a bad, I had a bad meal, therefore I may as well just eat a bad weekend of food, a bad week of food, and X, Y, and Z. So it's like I'm going to sabotage because I had one thing that was a little bit off. Um, again, it can it's it's probably one of the most common things. Instant gratification. This this one for us, right? That discipline sometimes that we we struggle with is is if if we're trying to maybe like fill a void in our life. For example, if you are going through a struggle in a relationship, you might turn to food as something just to pick you up in a moment. So you might be lonely in a relationship, and because of that, and I've heard this from clients in the past, it's like I'm I'm almost filling a gap. I'm eating because I'm I'm lonely and I'm filling that gap. So bringing your awareness to when you're doing this. And the times that you feel like you're most likely to overconsume or binge is really important because that instant gratification, you're obviously in the low. So you want that high, you want that pick me up. And a lot of times we associate food with that, but it might not always be food. It could be alcohol, it could be um drugs, it could be, it could be even just people you hang around with that, that, that 
you know talking about people or gossiping like that could be your 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 out so it's, it's how we're coping so the instant gratification is important because if we can't delay instant gratification um then we're never going to get results but a lot of times the reason we can't delay instant gratification is because there is something going on in our life that we need to work on as opposed to just thinking about food last couple of things here guys limiting self-belief which is your identity so I just had a conversation on Instagram with Lee about this, and it's it's something that I see so often. It's you're identifying yourself as I'm a binge eater, okay? I'm I'm a picker, um, I'm overweight, um, I'm not fit, I I can't run, I'm not a runner. So we're identifying ourselves as a certain thing, and when we identify ourselves as a certain thing, we play that out, and because of the fact that we believe it, we start to live it. And it's not that we can't be a runner. It's not that we we can't um, we can't lose weight. It's not. There's none of that. It's just that we we believe we can't because it's our our identity is almost tied up in it. Sometimes it's a victim thing as well. It's almost like well, if you believe something, and you don't have to go do it. So I would always ask you to challenge that limiting belief because the only way you actually see, and it's when you get results, you start to see. Okay, maybe I am not overweight. Maybe I'm just I've excess weight that I need to lose. Um, or maybe I am, maybe I'm just not fit enough to run yet, and maybe I can do that. So it's just breaking through these limiting beliefs and not putting I am on anything. You're you're not overweight. It's not an identity. Okay. Um, it's it's not you. You if you have excess body fat, you've just got body fat to lose. It doesn't mean you're an overweight person. It's like you don't 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 feed into that identity thing because if you do, you will you will live it out. And even though it's not negative self talk as such, it still is. Because it's 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 negative in that it takes away away from your, your long term goals. So even though you may not be talking down to yourself, you, when you're saying, "Oh yeah, I'm a binge eater," you're still identifying as a binge eater, and because of that, you're almost justifying binge eating because you're a binge eater. You're identifying as that person. So always work challenging that. And then the last thing, guys, is is self worth and care. As I said, with all this stuff, it's hard. It's hard at times. And if you're someone who struggles with food and your relationship with food. The first thing and the number one thing I would say to start with is actually yourself. So can I take care of myself better? If you struggle with food, then if, you, if you're not sleeping well, you're going to struggle with food even more because you're going to be stressed. If you're constantly stressed at work, then you're going to be struggling with food more. If you're, if you're not looking after yourself in any single way, you're going to be struggling with food more. So even if you take away the food side of things, if you actually start working on yourself and actually start to feel better in all the other areas of life, you're going to deal with food better because you won't be as emotionally fragile if that makes sense. So filling your own cup so that you don't have the temptation to always turn to food um, or you could manage stress in a, in a much, much better way. So hopefully, guys, they make sense to you, right? And this is just a quote I always, always like to, to throw at people because I think it's a really hard-hitting one. Food is a symptom, not the problem, okay? So when we when we actually look at food, we think, we think oh, I'm overeating, so food is there for the problem. But it's not so much the food that's the problem. It's it's what we're actually trying to to fill with food is that's the problem. So I always ask the question is like, what is the pain you were trying to numb? You don't have to write this in the, in the chat, guys. But if you do have a pen and paper in front of you right now, I would like for you to write it there. Um, and I would like for you to even just 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 think about this, right? When you're binging or overeating or picking or when food is is a bit of a problem for you, like what is the pain you're actually trying to numb with that? Like what 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 is the feeling that you're actually having? And really, really try to, to understand it. So, for example, if I asked you a question, you said to me, Mike, I can't stop, I can't stop overconsuming at the weekends. And I ask you, I ask you, okay, why why do you think that is? 
And then you can actually start to, to think to yourself, okay, why, why is that? Um, what's going on at the weekends? And if you're truthful with yourself, you probably start to say, okay, well, at the weekends, I find that I find I'm very, I, I can get sad sometimes because I have no one to spend it with or something. I don't know, whatever it might be for you. Okay. And therefore, because of that, I eat. And I'm like, okay, well, why do you eat? And you're like, okay, well, it gives me, it gives me a satisfaction. It gives me an instrumentation. It makes me feel better in the moment. And I, and basically I'll ask the question again, okay, why? And then the answer to that is, well, I don't get that anywhere else. And it's the only thing that makes me feel better. So if you can actually understand what pain you're trying to know, it might even be sadness, loneliness, it could be anything. It could be, um, maybe you don't feel connected with people. Maybe like going socializing is, is the way you feel connected because you don't get that in the middle of the weekend and because of that you're associated with food. So just ask yourself, what is the pain you're trying to numb when it comes to overeating or alcohol and or anything else that you use in a negative, negative manner? Now, before we went to environmental guys, I just want you to write in the chat what has been the biggest takeaway for you so far. Is there any one thing that kind of stood out to you? Please, please again feel free to um to chime in here because I think it's important that I'm not just talking at you. I'm I'm helping you understand this stuff. So just type in the chat, what was your biggest takeaway for this so far? Um I'm just going to give you just a few seconds to do that. Um and then we're going to go just through a few little things that we can do in order to cope. So it's one thing bringing awareness. Okay, why do I do this? Why do I cope with feeling sad by binge eating? Why do I cope with this by, you know, um, just drinking or whatever it might be? It's one thing to know that, but then it's another thing to be able to replace it with something a bit more positive. Okay, so we're going to look at some replacement um, coping mechanisms that we can use that are going to be actually more positive for you. So get that in, guys. Let me know what your biggest takeaway so far was. Okay, guys, just as you're typing there, I'm just going to go through a couple of, in a second or not, I'm going to go through some of the, the cope mechanisms, okay? I usually plan some music here, but um, I can't unshare this at the moment. So please get in, though, I would like to get some feedback, and um, so if you get a chance, just write them in. Okay, so we know that we cope with stress, our feelings, in sometimes in a negative manner, and it can actually take us further away from our goals. So... What I'm going to go through now right, is, is just some of the things that we can do in order to actually maybe deal with these things better. So instead of just saying, okay, I'm not going to binge eat tonight because I'm feeling lonely and actually just sitting there twitching your thumbs, we can actually look at what, what can we actually do. So, for example, if you're in the evening, you're sitting down and you have a feeling of, of maybe stress after your day and what you'd usually do is go get some biscuits after your dinner and, and just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. Instead of doing that, a simple thing you could do is okay can i actually go can i can i get out for a walk and try to kind of de-stress that way can i go have a conversation with with one of my best friends and maybe pick me up can i listen to some music can i can i bring my energy up some other way if you're coming home maybe you're angry at your partner maybe you have to fight with your partner and again maybe the thing you do in this situation is maybe you're you'd emotionally eat you go get a takeaway you, you do do whatever maybe you could go to like a boxer side class maybe you could get your anger out in, in a more like productive way but you're still going to cope with the same stresses. So sometimes we just need to figure out 
and it's different for everyone. Like you might be someone who loves classes, you might be someone who hates classes, um, but there's always ways to actually cope with the stuff that isn't going to derail our results. And again, it's not going to be perfect. Sometimes you're just going to, you're, you're, it's not going to work, all right? But what we always want to look at is, can I at least try? So for example, if, if, if you said, right, I'm just going to go for a I feel like having the pack of biscuits. I'm just going to go for a walk. And after this walk, if I still feel like eating, then I'm going to have at it. But I'm just going to break that pack on first. So it's almost like you're negotiating with yourself. And if you can do that, again, it's not always going to work, but you're going to be a lot better than you would be if you didn't. Okay, so just think about how you can cope with these behaviors in a little bit more positive manner than, than again, the negative stuff that's going to take you away from your long-term goals. Okay, so we got some good stuff coming in here, guys. Great to see. Okay, so if you tell yourself something often enough, you believe it, um, i.e. negative self-beliefs, 100%. Okay, that's, that is, to me, guys, it's everything. Because if you believe something enough, you will play it out. And then that's, that's where things, that's it. That's where things, that's when most people fail. It's like, it's like they don't believe they can get there. Um, Lee great, gave the great example of, he, he, he's, he's signed up for a marathon, but at the start, he didn't believe he was a runner. And then the second example he gave, okay, when he, when he actually signed up for 10K, he didn't think he could do that. But then he got the 10K done, then he signed up for the half marathon. And now he didn't think, or now that was his new thing he couldn't do. And then the marathon. So it was all a, it was all a step process, but he told himself he couldn't do everything before he did it. So he, first of all, he couldn't do a 10K. And first of all, he wasn't a runner. Second of all, he couldn't do a 10K. Then he couldn't do a half marathon. And now he's doing a marathon. But he was telling himself the story that he couldn't do it. Now, the difference between him and, I, and someone else is that he pushed through the barrier and actually challenged the belief. So that's the only thing you have to think about. Challenge the belief. They will, it will creep up. We all have these thoughts, every one of us. So they're going to come in, but we have to challenge them. Siobhan, recognizing why I eat when I'm feeling tired down. Yeah, 100%. Um, fill your cup and it will make things easier. Emma, figuring out what um out are needing to become aware of why it's easier to fall off the wagon come the weekend. For me, I think routine and work helped me to stay on track a bit more. Monday to Friday, and I suppose the weekends for me would have been associated with treats or having a meal out for sure. And that's actually a crucial point we're going on to next, Emma, and that's the association you have with certain things as well. And it's it's an it's another really, really important thing to actually to, to delve into as well, because it's not just emotional eating at times sometimes it's an associational eating pattern as well that we have to break here look at um look deeper at the reasons our motivation for times when i'm indulging and identifying what i uh, what i change yeah what is my self-limiting beliefs what is the story i'm telling myself what is the story you're telling myself for sure guys that's a big question today to go away with and ask yourself what is the story you're telling yourself around that and you know whenever you have them thoughts it's actually a great little kind of um pattern interrupt when you ask yourself that question because if you if you ask yourself that question out loud, people around you might think you're crazy, but you actually will will start to kind of peel back the layers and see, okay, what is the story in terms of your, and then what what is that making me do in terms of actions? Because that is the thing that's going to stop you. Marie, don't let go or don't let going off plan give um, negative thoughts that sabotage your or sabotage your progress. I find when I'm working and in routine, I'm better than when I'm off or traveling. Yeah, but every one of us is, and that's I think again that's just crucial to understand that. It's not going to be perfect when you're traveling and you're off. It's like, how can I do the best I can with this situation? And every one of the struggles, including myself, with all the knowledge I have around this. So it's just give, give yourself a break sometimes and just being able to not let it be the catalyst to self-destruction, basically. Uh, Mikey, have a plan easy to enforce. Um, yeah, when, yeah, exactly. When you're about to fall off, 100%. Okay, perfect. Guys, thank you for that. Right. 
Last couple things we're getting on to, right? So thank you again for your feedback. It just makes this whole thing a lot more interactive. And I know for a fact, other people listening to your stuff will resonate with it too, and it'll, it'll help them. So thank you, guys. Okay, last thing, environmental. Now, when we talk about environmental days, we talk about right associations, as Emma said there, with certain things, habits, and people around us, um, you know, culture, old beliefs, all this stuff, right? So the biggest thing I find with environmental is if we set it up to help us, it makes this whole process easier. So like with the psychological stuff, think of the self-care, right? If we if we look after ourselves better, forget about food, right? If we look after ourselves better and just feel better in general, sleeping better, um, having days off from work and not overworking and not being on social media 24 seven, um, just 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 good patterns having a day of just for you maybe fucking just de-stress or whatever if we do this it makes eating and nutrition and losing weight easier okay so that that's with the psychological with environmental same thing if we set up our environment to help us it makes the eating and the stuff better and easier so instead of us focusing just on nutrition we focus on okay what are the sporting um, networks we can we can build around that so for example if you're someone who has an association with Let's just say the weekend, yours, you go to the cinema, you go to the pub, you go somewhere, and you associate that with um I'm gonna throw the question guys. What what do you what do you associate with the cinema? Like what do you associate when you go to the cinema? Just fire in the chat um straight up. Um if, if you're associating things with them thing with 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 certain places, I'm not saying to not go there or not do it. But what I will say is, especially at the start when you're trying to build some momentum and new habits it's important to give yourself the best chance. So try not to put yourself in situations that you're constantly trying to use willpower. If every single weekend you're going somewhere, that's going to actually affect you and it's going to make you have to use willpower, it's going to make things harder. So always, always, always look at, okay, how can we focus on just making this as easy as possible, right? Now, I'm not saying not to go to cinema, not, not, to, go to, not to go to the pub necessarily, but I'm saying, okay, can we can we... Can we minimize it in a period where you feel like you're actually under pressure and you're struggling a small bit? So because association is, is so so strong. Um, a couple of associations with cinema here, jellies and large min are mineral, popcorn and snacks, popcorn and chocolate. Yes, large popcorn and, and minstrel is me. Um, that's a bit of me, okay. But we have the association. So again, when dieting, it might not always be the best idea to go to cinema if you struggle to 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 change that. Obviously, the second thing you can do in that in that situation is okay. I'm going, but can I can I can I change my options? Can I actually try to disassociate with what I associate with it and actually get better options? So, for example, you could say instead of having a large cinema popcorn, you might carry your bag, your own bag of popcorn, having a Coke Zero as opposed to a full pack or Coke, have no chocolate inside it, or it's minimal amount. So, just things you can actually do to swap it out. Now. With this again, there, there's there's limitations, obviously. So it's just, it's just figuring out what's actually going to work best for you when, when it comes to that. Um, I bring my Manhattan popcorn in a small bag of Maltese. <laughs> yeah, I did the same. Uh, you can even bring the big bag of Manhattan. It's like four hundred fifty calories or something like that. Um, which is a lot of eating, which is quite good. But again, guys, just just with that, it's just looking at right our environment, our associations with that, and the, the biggest thing I'll say around this is awareness is everything. Right, I'm not telling you to change everything. I'm just saying. Like have an awareness of okay, what do I associate with weekends? Okay, I always associate with going to the pub. Um, what do I associate with the pub? Okay, alcohol, obviously. And um, what do I associate with alcohol? Okay, get a takeaway. What do I associate with, with the takeaway? Okay, feeling shitty on the Sunday, doing nothing, feeling lethargic, and X, Y, and Z. So just see what the patterns are, 
see what the associations are and just try your best to pattern interrupt. So either limit the amount of time you're doing these things during a period where you're trying to build some momentum and obviously over time, build the strength to, to disassociate with some of the things you associate with, challenge it and try to do things differently. Obviously we talk a lot about alcohol as well as smoke guys and we're going to be having a talk on it, but there's been a lot of people recently that have been able to not drink when they go out. So being able to even say to yourself, do you know what, I don't have to drink. Don't, don't, as, don't be the identity again of I'm a drinker. I always drink. And that's something I always put on myself when I was going to have to drink when I'm out. Why do I have to drink when I'm out? It's, it's, it's a belief and association I have with it. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. So basically with the environmental stuff, guys, it's like, how can we set up the environment to help us? Same with family and friends. Like you might even realize this, but they could be one of the biggest barriers to you getting your results. If you're constantly, constantly being, um, you know, like if, if joke, joke that maybe, if they're, oh, you're on a diet, you can't eat this. Uh, um, if they're constantly like tempting you, if they're constantly like, maybe they make things hard for you it's just again bring your awareness to it understand that they're not coming from a bad place sometimes it's an insecurity on their behalf because they're not doing the same thing or maybe they're feeling like they're losing you a small bit or or whatever that might be and just understand what you can do can you have a conversation with them can you help them understand how important this is to you can you maybe sometimes limit your your um time with someone that maybe isn't helping you um or maybe someone that brings you down because it's not just then tempting you sometimes friends will actually bring your energy down they'll actually make you feel negative and you actually want to turn to food because you feel negative so again be aware of your environment not necessarily change everything but just awareness guys that's all i'm asking when it comes to this stuff and um, same with all beliefs like i said we associate certain things but even even if you think about foods we always like i always remember when i was when i was trying to first get into this like i always associated dinner with with old school irish dinners that we used to have um, you know, the the mashed potatoes uh, with, with meat and, and whatever. And like, I always thought to myself, oh, how can I change this? But, but it's an identity. It's, it's it's almost like sometimes religion can come into this as well as to some, to some extent, you know, what you eat and what, what we associate with certain things. So again, just bringing your, bringing your awareness to the culture that you have and how we can pattern interrupt that. And then ease of access and finances, obviously, guys. Ease of access is a simple one. If you're someone who's working in uh, an area where there's loads of bakeries or you walk to work every day in the same bakery and you you always go in there for coffee or whatever, it, it's just it's just bringing your awareness to it, okay? How can we pattern it? If you're someone who travels a lot and you stop the same place every single time, the ease of actually getting stuff, okay? I, it's so much easier for you to go for something poor as opposed to something better. So in them situations, can we do better? Can we, can we like change our direction to work? Can we um, carry food with us so we don't have to stop? Um, can we make sure the car is filled with petrol so we don't have to stop the petrol station? So all these little things, again, to 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 get on top of things. And the finances, I know what Siobhan, you mentioned earlier, like when you actually when you actually plan out your shopping, how we actually make things easier for you. So sometimes we can use finances as a, as an excuse. It's like, oh, healthy food is so expensive. But if we actually break that down and look at how much it costs us to fucking eat out, how much it costs us if we're sick, because we're unhealthy <laughs> so all these things definitely add up as well okay so as i said guys and this is the last thing i'll leave you with right importance of awareness first right you don't you don't need to act on all this stuff i just want to highlight it to you bring your awareness around the food up so that when you're when you're turning to emotional eating to cope with certain things you actually can you can kind of go oh this is exactly what mike was talking about and you can start to think okay all right I need to put in some kind of strategy whenever I feel this way. So if you're someone who, again, if it's the same day, same time, every every week, it's like, right, this is happening because of this. Now I need to either fix this thing that's causing it, or I need to change the habit. 
that I'm doing. Okay, can I can I cope with this in a different way? I'm not saying you can just fix your relationship if that's the problem, or you can fix your job if that's something that's triggering you straight away. It's something to think about for sure, absolutely. But we may have to look at strategies to work around the feelings we're getting from these things um, as a short-term fix as well. Right, so guys, last thing, what stood out for you the most? So just type in the chat. What we talked about one thing you were going to you were going to just kind of take away um, and actually implement going forward. Okay, so what's the up you most? Right. Let me know. I then we have just a little thing to finish on here that I'm going to get everyone listening back to do as well. And then we'll close it down. Hope you're enjoying the session, guys. Hopefully it's been eye-opening as well. Okay, so just as you're writing that in, guys, I'm just going to go through this task for anyone listening back as well. You can do this yourself, and I would definitely, definitely recommend getting a pen and paper and actually going through this properly, right? So first thing to do, rank the three areas you feel you are, like, worst to best. So the physiological, the psychological, and the environmental. So the reason I want you to do this is just bring your awareness to, okay, what's the one area I feel like I can improve the most and have the biggest impact. So for example, if you feel like you're an emotional eater and you need to cope with that, the psychological would be would be your worst. If you feel like it's environmental, it's like, oh, the people I'm around actually really, really trigger me and they're actually creating like a, they're creating a space where it's really hard for me. That would be your worst. So just rank best to worst, I'm sorry, worst to best, which one you need to work on. So number one is the one you need to work on the most two and three, okay? Second thing, identify one element of each area you want to improve on. So if you look at, again, let's just even say the psychological, right? You say, okay, well, I am, I'm a stress eater. So I always I always eat when I'm stressed after work because there's a lot of expectations on me. And when I come home, I, I turn to food. Okay, you could say, right, I, I've identified this. So I need to work on this. I need to replace the, the emotional eating with something more productive so i'm going to try a new class i'm going to try to de-stress by doing um i don't know a run in the evening whatever it might be so just something like that so identify one area in each of them and then one action point you will take so that's only three action points guys that you can do and even if you did one if you even took one action on one of the areas that you struggle with i think that would be huge so let's just say you decided it was it was environmental and then you said action you're going to take is changing your, your direction to work so you don't go into the same bakery every day. That's a really great way to start. Okay, because go do that, implement. And because it's so much better to implement one thing from this session as opposed to taking loads of stuff and not actually implement it. And then, like I said, our third one is just create one habit each of these that you worked on consistently for the next month. Okay, so identify each first of all and then create one habit around it. And like I said, even if you're going to do one on each, I'll be happy. I just do one on one, I'll be happy. Um, last thing then, as I would encourage you to share this within the Facebook group, okay? So just think about being inspiration. This isn't even for people in the Facebook group, guys. This, guys, this is for you. If you actually go away at yourself and you say, I'm going to sit down with these paper. I'm going to do this task. I'm going to create one action point in this area. And then I'm going to put it on the Facebook group for accountability. And then I'm going to go do it. If you do that today or tomorrow or this week, I guarantee you the chances of you actually doing that thing is going to be multiplied by 10 50, 100, because of that accountability piece. When you tell people you're doing something and you've gone through the actions, actually do it, 
then you will actually stay accountable to it. Okay. So just a really, really, really nice little task for you guys. So just, just to highlight that, pick the area you're worse in. So psychological, physiological, or the environmental. Um, second thing is identify one element of each area you, you want to improve on. Third thing is create one habit you'll do to improve on that area. And then the last thing is to share that on the Facebook group. So even if you do one, like I said, it would be a really, really nice share. Okay, guys. So we're going to close it down there. And it's going to go through the chat. Any questions on any of this, please ask if you do now, because again, as I say, any question you ask now will help someone else as well. Is there anything that you feel like you need clarity on? Um, is there anything you feel like you aren't sure of what I talked about here um, or just something you want to chat about? Please let me know. I'm just going to give it a couple of minutes and then we'll close it down after that. Okay, so get them in, guys, if you want. If you don't, I'll shut it down. I just want to go through some of the chat here. So Siobhan, environment, our environment around me, people in my life that affect my environment and bring me down. Yes, yes, yes. And your mood, guys, can be such a really, really good um, identifier of this. Like we all will, and you you know subconsciously, but if you're around people that, oh, you always go away there from them thinking, oh my God, that was harder. Um, or your energy is really dropped. Then that's that's an awareness around, okay, this isn't even a food issue anymore. This is actually an energy issue because they're draining my energy. And I have an association. Food is the only thing that brings that up for me in my head. So that's an association. So instead of just looking at the food, okay, can I change my environment can i can i limit my time with that person if need be as well um okay kira uh takeaway and thing i need to implement the thing i do pattern of behavior and what can um yeah what you can change me when i'm on a long drive and stopping at the same place and getting a takeaway and then eating unhealthy snacks and drinks yes 100 uh, a great great example there kira as well like you said you're stopping at the same place the same place that you associate these behaviors with so a simple thing of oh, fuck, I'm, I'm gonna stop in somewhere else I guarantee it will make such a difference because you'll almost it'll just disassociate with behaviors you used to have in the past. Our brains are very powerful. Habit formation is hard to break at times because it's just automatic. So if you can change something and just help help build the environment around it, it'll make such a difference. Um, not stopping at the place I normally, yeah, not stopping at the place I normally do and take to, to, to take away temptation and bring my own snacks, popcorn, low calorie snacks. Brilliant. Here, I love that. You've you've already identified what's the issue. Now we've already identified the solution. Now for us, it's okay, can we action the solution? And again, knowing it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be a hell of a lot better than it was before. So burning stuff, well done on that. Uh, Emma, more aware of environment, people taking my energy and who and uh, what distracts or affects me the weekends. Yes, 100%. And weekends, as you say, Emma, it might be the biggest one for you because of the fact that in, during the week, you're actually in routine and you're feeling okay with it. Whereas at the weekends, because you're not as busy, it might actually affect you as more a bit more and potentially you might look at like during the week is your is the after effect of during the week happening at the weekends because people maybe at work or around you can actually drain you and by the time you get to the weekend it's like there's almost like a release and then it, it comes out in, in different ways so again a way of thinking about that uh, everyone's different and everyone's going to have a different awareness around stuff Okay, guys, so 50 minutes, a little bit longer than I expected, but um, still not too far off it. So um, again, as always, thank you so much for your um, feedback. Sorry for the really, really um, white screen. It looks a bit weird. I've actually got one more coming in. It's going to read it out. Um, changing what I bring to chew on when I'm driving. Yeah, don't let an environment mean I choose. Um, sorry, don't let an environment mean I choose as I would before I start the program. Yeah, for sure. 
simple make choices. I'd be pressurizing the drinking when you don't want the yes and getting people around you environment. Uh, biggest takeaway is how important self-care is and how it feeds into everything else for sure. Guys, like I said, one thing, if you want to take one thing from the session, you've done really well. So guys, amazing, amazing session. Appreciate everyone that came on and contributed. And um, if you have any questions about any of this, if you listen back, please do ask because as always, it's good to uh, just reflect and make sure that you're actioning anything we talk about. Have a fantastic weekend and we'll chat soon.